right, then explain this to me. How could you let this happen? And where the hell were you? Well, I was trying to... Oh, you know what? I don't want to hear it. Hi, everyone. How are you? I'm okay. A bit shaken up, but... Okay. How's the head? You know you can take a few more days off if you need to. No, it's fine, really. It was just a minor concussion. I'm just... trying to understand what I saw the other week. Yes, it was quite a mess. No, I mean, what were those things? Some kind of animal? I've never seen anything like it before. No, they're not animals. They're goblins. Goblins? Yes, goblins. You were being serious. Of course, I'm always serious. Goblins? Yes. Like in a Lord of the Rings? I'm not sure, actually. Are there goblins in a Lord of the Rings? Well, yeah, of course. Loads. Really? Where? Like in all the big battles and stuff? I thought those were orcs. Goblins and orcs are the same thing. What? Yeah, they're the same. Wait, I thought orcs were the ones traveling with the Urukai, and goblins are small cave-dwelling creatures from the Hobbit. They're both both. Orc is just a translation of goblin. Like Orcrist, the sword Thorin finds early on in the Troll Cave literally translates to Goblin Cleaver. I mean, come to think of it, it might not be the biggest difference, but they certainly look like different creatures. In the movies, maybe. But Tolkien mentions in the preface of The Hobbit that Orc is just the Hobbit's word for Goblin. Hmm. That's weird. That's what's weird. Well, the answer is no, then. We're going for a slightly different kind of Goblin for the wizard. More like the ones in the Hobbit movie. Cave dwellers plus a bit of magic. Okay, I feel like that still doesn't really explain what happened there. You're right, it doesn't. Hackenstein, explain yourself. How did they get out? As I was saying... No, I don't want to hear it. Let's just take a step back and have a look at the agenda. So, item one, current developments. Well, you know what you did, Hackenstein? Blew up our service and destroyed the tech wing in the process. Wanna know what I did? I spent the past two weeks cleaning up your mess and struggling to get our website back up. You know how embarrassing that is? We launched a podcast, Premier Tommy's Hard Work, and it's accompanied by not only our internet presence being offline, but our email as well. What kind of look is that? No possibility to get in touch with us at all for an entire week. I'm sorry, but... Save it. I'm not in the mood for your excuses. Let's just move on to item two, marketing. Tammy? Um, okay, well, as you said, we launched a podcast, which ran rather well, I think. The numbers aren't spectacular, but they're decent enough as a starting point. I will build on them as we go on. Though I think we could further improve them by doing regular scheduled posts to reach the people who might have missed it the first few times in their timeline. Okay. We also need a dedicated page for the podcast where we collect all the ways to listen to it and make it discoverable on the website, as in put it somewhere up in navigation or something. Good point. All right, we'll look into it. Now, what about Sorry, the Sorry, other... just one more thing, real quick. I saw that you have a newsletter. Maybe you should add that to the navigation as well, just so people can find it and then, of course, use that to keep people up to date as well. Very well. Now, what about the other ideas you mentioned last time? Were you able to look into that some more? No, I'm sorry. Between getting the recordings out there and the infirmary, I really didn't have much time it, to... It's fine. You got knocked out pretty good. You don't need to explain any further. We are grateful you did as much as you did. Thanks. I did get the podcast up on Stitcher and iTunes, so... That's good. So, talk to me about next steps. 
I'll get back on preparing an outline for the videos we talked about. Though there's also one more thing I thought of that would be kind of nice to have when we actually film them. Branded t-shirts. Oh, I like that. Yeah, with Sven's eyes on them, or Prime Division's logo, or really just anything to connect you to the brand visually. That would also make it look more official and professional, you know? Sure, sounds great. It also got me thinking, have you ever considered selling merchandise? Uh, no, actually. Well, what do you think? Could be another thing we could try, adding a shop to the website. You know, why not? I really like the idea. How about you, Sven? Great, let's do it. Okay, then I'll look into that as well. Perfect. Hackenstein. I'll make sure nothing like this is ever going to happen again. Ever. Yes, of course, I will. You better. And with that we reach item four, new project proposals. All right, I have a great new idea for- No, actually, you know what? We're not gonna do that this week. Until you get this mess sorted out, I don't even want you thinking about anything else. Get your stuff in order, you understand me? Yes, sorry. Good. All right then, meeting adjourned. See you all in two weeks. Um, Sven, if I could have a word. That was a little harsh, wasn't it? Is he always like that? He can be a little intense at times, yes. And you're okay with this? Sure, it's fine. These kind of things happen. Can I ask you something? Sure. What happened back there? It's hard to say. After our last meeting, I reopened the wizard labs, fired up the gate and our old digitizer, and got to work on porting it to our new engine. I don't know how familiar you are with the game, but the original wizard was built as an HTML5 browser game running on Phaser by extension Pixie.js, but we've since settled on Unity as our engine of choice. It just makes life a lot easier in terms of portability and ensuring it runs smoothly in all systems. But that also means we need to translate a lot of the things we used to do to the new system, though luckily we don't need to do all of this ourselves. For example, we used an editor called Tile to create the maps, which we then loaded with Phaser, and I just found the plugin Tile to Unity by Sean Barton that makes the process just as easy for the new system. And how did that, you know... Oh, right. Well, there was apparently a breakdown in the gate security. But how? I actually don't fully understand it myself. You see, we don't build this kind of technology in-house. We license it from a specialized contractor. Interdimensional communication is just a terribly complicated business. So all I can tell you is the equipment we use is very sensitive and thus requires regular inspections because your average wear and tear can lead to some outright disastrous results. And as far as I can tell, the last inspection didn't take place. Why not? I really couldn't tell you. I only design games when it comes to administration appointments you need to talk to Crapman. So, this was actually his fault? I don't really like to think in terms of fault and blame. Things just happen. You deal with them, you move on. But doesn't it bother you to be reprimanded for something you're not even responsible for? Aren't I? Well, no. If it's Grabman's job to take care of the technical dealings, then you're not. Just because it isn't my explicit job description, does that absolve me of all responsibility? 
Yes, technically I should be able to work on the assumption that everything is in order and working as intended. But that doesn't mean I couldn't have checked whether the warranty was up to date before I turned the equipment on. You see, this is why the question of who is to blame is fruitless. Whether it was Krebman not catching and dealing with whatever led to the inspection not taking place, the contractor not honoring their commitment, or me not making doubly sure my equipment was in working order, we are all in the same boat. We are all affected by it just the same. Except only you got yelled at. We all deal with our frustration in different ways. I choose to be more mindful in the future, to do my part ensuring these kind of things don't happen. Crabman chooses to be more vocal about his. You're really not bothered by this? Not at all. I know this isn't really about me. It's simply his way of expressing his anger and frustration. I might not choose the same path for myself, but it's not hurting anyone. So who am I to judge what works for others? Alright. It just seems a bit unfair, so... Maybe. But rather than focus on the parts I might disagree with, I choose to take on the criticism that holds constructive value, and that, yes, I could be more mindful when operating dangerous equipment. But it's still not your sole responsibility. Which we all already know, so what's the point in arguing about it? Hmm. Alright, I think it's time for me to get back to work. Oh yeah, sure. Thank you for telling me a little about this. It was quite interesting. My pleasure. I'll see you later. Yeah, bye!